0: You're listening to OK So Tell Me About, the podcast for the curious and lazy.
1: Welcome to OK So Tell Me About, the podcast for the curious and lazy. We're like Wikipedia, but a heck of a lot less informed, but a pinch more fun. Um, I'm Jack. I'm Yati. And we're still married. Um, lockdown hasn't hasn't strained our relationship thus far.
0: And we will keep giving you these regular updates <laughs> every time we open up the next episode of the podcast. Indeed. Anyway, so as you guys know, we have tried in the past to do topical episodes, especially when we did Animal Crossing, for example. And so we thought another thing that's definitely kicked up in popularity over this lockdown period is uh, pub quizzes, which I've always loved. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited to see so many more people doing and embracing. So, so, we thought it would be an interesting episode. Okay, so tell me about pub quizzes.
1: Yes, pub quizzes. Um, obviously, uh, not really taking place in pubs currently. But yes, so whether in a in a virtual or a physical setting, the pub quiz has been a staple, particularly in Britain. In a good wee while, as we'll find out, the crowning achievement of my life to date was when I won two hundred pounds in a pub quiz.
0: Two hundred pounds.
1: Two hundred. Was there a winning pounds. question? Well, so it wasn't in the quiz itself, which me and my teammates failed horribly at <laughs> okay. due to the out-of-date music questions and, and so on. But as part of the quiz, the pub in question did a raffle in which, at the end, the person with the winning ticket had to go up and answer a question. All the money from the raffle tickets went into a big pot and they and it accumulated and built up over each week that someone didn't answer a question each week correctly. Mm-hmm. So in this case, I didn't actually want to take part in, in any of this. So sure, um, okay. <laughs> I think someone actually got the ticket for me and sort of placed it on the table in front of me. I reluctantly stood up and went to the bar to answer the question. The question in question was...
0: Oh my god. Could, was that slap to my forehead audible? <laughs> wow. Please carry on. The question in
1: question was something to do with which endangered animal had just been taken off the endangered species list at that that week or something, to which I blurted out panda, and the, the quiz master looked at me and said, do you mean the great panda? Do you mean the great panda? I was like... Uh, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> and it suddenly announced that they had a winner for
0: the... What?
1: For the sweet stakes. So there you go. So... This um, is
0: a uh, long and twisted tale of how you sort of won at pub quiz, but you didn't, But I didn't, actually. no.
1: But £200. <laughs> but £200 richer for kind of not really winning at pub quizzes, so...
0: I mean, incredible. That's more than I've ever won at anything, so... <laughs>
1: there you go. So that's my claim to fame, that's how I am apparently an expert of pub quizzes, which I have found from much online research are also known as live trivia or table quizzes.
0: Table quizzes, I feel, are a lot more inclusive. Mm. Probably live quiz is the most appropriate lockdown terminology. Yeah. It's the only one that's... Still applies to the, <laughs> to the new way of doing pub quizzes.
1: Indeed. Um, yeah. fun,
0: I'd actually never heard of either of those yes, before. Yes,
1: so there you go. Uh, they're often weekly events and have an advertised start time most often in the evening. Before we hit the ground running with pub quizzes, would you like a quick roundup of the history?
0: Yes, I would.
1: Well, here we go. Here's the history of pub quizzes. The pub quiz was first established in the 1970s as a company called Burns & Porter attempted to get more people into pubs on quiet nights. Now let's just linger on Burns and Porter for a second. They were a business in the UK that prepared and distributed pub quizzes. In 1976, Sharon Burns and Tom Porter founded and organized 32 pub quiz teams in three leagues in Southern England, so a professional operation. Burns and Porter traveled the country for the next few years, presenting their quizzes to breweries as a marketing strategy to bring customers to their pubs on slow evenings. That's why pub quizzes tend to be on like Tuesday nights or Thursday nights because they're to get people in on the slow evenings rather than the Friday nights where everyone's there anyway. Burns and Porter cornered the marketing pub quizzes with over 10,000 teams playing in one of their quizzes every week in the season, while the BBC and independent television companies tapped them up for contestants and questions for television quiz shows. So, a big impact. In 2009, it was estimated that 22,445, that's an estimation, a very specific one, 22,445 pub quizzes take place every week in the United Kingdom, with that number likely to be even higher today, or, well, not specifically today, but the online variety uh, are no doubt legion according to the guinness book of world records the largest ever pub quiz took place in ghent in belgium in 2010 and had 2280 participants
0: i was going to say something that would have been useful Mm. is to talk about the definition of what a pub quiz is Mm. because i don't know if everyone actually knows that, what it is That is outside. a fair point. Is it just a British thing?
1: Largely, yes. So largely a British thing, obviously spread to other parts of Europe and America, where I think they're more run as charity exercises as opposed to in pubs. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so what are the formats?
1: So the formats vary, but essentially how it works is you get a team of people, normally between five and ten. Each person puts in 50p, a pound, two pound, whatever the pub's asking to take part. You all sit down and you're given some paper and the quiz master, who's normally the pub landlord or someone behind the bar or whatever, runs through a series of questions and you essentially just have to write. So question one, history, who was Henry VIII's fourth wife, you write down the answer Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth Mm -hmm. until you reach 50 questions and or however many questions there are, and you're absolutely sick to death of the exercise because you don't know anything.
0: That's never me. (laughs) (laughs) I always know everything. You know
1: everything, yes, of course. Well, we'll test your knowledge (laughs) shortly. So that's the basic format. But then of course, you can have loads of different quiz questions and styles. Most of them will fall under the umbrella of what are called factual rounds. So you're talking about your general knowledge, sport questions, entertainment questions, the odd t- true or false question in there. Some of those will be music rounds where the quizmaster will play a series of songs and you've got to name the band or the artist and mm-hmm, the name yeah. of the song and that sort of thing. Uh, picture rounds are particularly good fun. So normally when you sit down at your at your quiz table Not only have you got your plain piece of paper for the traditional rounds, you've also got a series of pictures and you have to sort of name who or what the the pictures are displaying, you know, landmarks or famous people They're normally on a theme or indeed the quizzes that have been doing the rounds on WhatsApp recently that are like emojis or different the modern symbols. Version. <laughs> yeah. So they might also appear as picture rounds in yeah. pub quizzes. And then occasionally you'll have puzzle rounds, that sort of thing. We have to do like crossword puzzles. Anagrams are a popular one
0: do a crossword during the pub quiz during the
1: pub quiz yeah it's intense, that's a bit intense intense but but it's good because when there's like downtime in between the rounds and that sort of thing yeah. for people to go up and get drinks i suppose you can do your do, do your crossword or your anagram or the picture rounds so yeah it's quite good And then, you know, there are other bits and pieces or other novelty aspects that people throw in. So there might be that some of the questions are linked and that will reveal the the answer to a final question at the bottom or that sort of thing. So if you get
0: any of them wrong, you're screwed. You're screwed
1: precisely, yeah and then sometimes the top 2 teams go up for a knockout round at the end where you've got to like answer
0: it was like la- rapid uh, fire
1: rapid fire questions so it's like every quiz show you've ever watched rolled into one in the space of it's like a the make your own walls. isn't it cuz yeah. you can
0: technically do anything you want with a pub quiz indeed
1: yes yeah so. yeah without all the flashing lights and stuff that you get with quiz shows obviously
0: it depends um, on the pub yeah indeed
1: indeed <laughs> So we'll get to this shortly. I've got an actual quick pub quiz for you um, I love it. to undertake. But first of all, we need to set the ground rules. So let's talk briefly about cheating.
0: <laughs> ooh. I feel like you needed a background noise. <laughs> ooh.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Feel free to record yourself doing, going ooh. And I'll, uh, I'll put yeah, it in Yeah, not the, ooh, no. but
0: Ooh. <laughs> You've got to do it right. No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not happening. So, obviously, everyone now has a mobile phone and internet access, so cheating has become a real problem. For some pub quizzes, with covert calls and texts made in the (laughs) toilet, recent newspapers and magazines brought along especially for the event, and obviously people Googling underneath the table. And then a particular cheating issue for pub quizzes that it says here is that though a maximum number of members set for teams may help to prevent large numbers of people collaborating, groups posing as several distinct teams are quite common. Some quizzes now ban the use of mobiles and nullify the score of any team found to be cheating. And then fantastically, some quizzes also now ban re-entry to the pub after the quiz has started in order to prevent team members from using public internet stations public telephones and mobile devices <laughs> out of sight of the quiz master generally though a pub runs its quiz alongside its normal operation making such a measure impractical so with that in mind the quiz this episode is going to be an actual quick pub quiz i cannot wait courtesy of an online pub quiz question generator i'm so um, glad they exist so you're at the at the mercy of the uh of the generator algorithm
0: i hope How, i actually know some of these these answers or else it's going to be deeply humiliating so (laughs) let's see how it goes let's see
1: how it goes however first of all the most important part of the pub quiz is coming up with your team
0: name i was going to say this when you were talking about Mm. a format because i think that's the most stressful part of the entire experience for me because i don't have any cool ideas for clever team names so that still continues to be the case
1: what team names have you used in the past if any
0: none i i can't remember any they're probably all kind of terrible to be honest the worst ones are the ones where it's just like the first letter of everyone's name which is just horrendous that's terrible but that's like desperate times
1: at university my flatmates when we did pub quizzes we'd go with the cliched um, let's get quizzical um, mm-hmm. which is a good one but then but yeah beyond shade, that yeah then is indeed. it a good one it was probably a good one at the time at, at, <laughs> at some at some time in, in um, the history, i feel
0: like it's Quizzes. just so much pressure to come up with a pun can i crowdsource this <laughs> and ask <laughs> everyone else in the room like Hi Jack, what do you think my quiz <laughs> pub quiz team name should be?
1: Well, I'm going to throw it out in the first instance to the folks listening and ask write in with your pub quiz name, and we'll chat through some on the next episode. So um, mine
0: will be to be decided. To be
1: decided. <laughs> um, in the meantime, let's go with okay. So quiz me about
0: fine. You can have fine. That. Okay. So quiz me about okay. everything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, here we go. Question one. I hope you've got your uh, pad of paper and pencil at the ready. I do not. Question one. Which vegetable is served in a dish described as a la Florentine?
0: Oh, spinach?
1: Is the correct answer. Yes! Well done.
0: Queen of branches. <laughs> That should be my quiz team name.
1: <laughs> well, let's hope you're the queen of quizzes. Question two. In the 1940 Disney film, Pinocchio, what is the name of Geppetto's cat?
0: <laughs> Hell have I know. I don't know, like Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I have literally no idea. The
1: correct answer is Figaro.
0: Okay, yeah, no.
1: And then I feel this is like, well, this is question three, and I feel this is like peak pub quiz question. Okay. For several reasons, so the question is, which part of the human digestive system shares its name with Costa Rica's currency? Which part of the human digestive system shares its name with Costa Rica's currency? Which is brilliant, for two reasons. First of all, combining two pieces of completely unrelated knowledge Mm -hmm. together, and secondly, it is a proper, old-fashioned, multiple-choice question.
0: Oh, God bless. <laughs> There's like actual relief coursing through my veins.
1: <laughs> I could I could literally <gasps> see see yeah, the steam like, coming out of your ears.
0: Multiple choice <laughs> Yes
1: So me. is it A jejunum? Apologies if I me. butcher these. B Ilium C colon or D duodenum. Which part of the human digestive system? shares its name with costa rica's currency a jejunum b ileum c colon or d duodenum what are your thoughts what's going through your mind let's do the whole um well, my inner <laughs>
0: she Characan. wants to be
1: a millionaire thing
0: well my inner monologue is shit <laughs> um The first one sounds weird, whatever it was, doesn't sound like a real body part and I feel like it's deliberately meant to sound kind of exotic so I would think it's a Costa Rican currency so I'm gonna discount it. Okay. The Ilium, I can't imagine it being the name of a currency. Colon (laughs) sounds believable but it feels like it was the only part of the digestive system that I actually knew from that list before. Mm. If all of them are even real Mm. things. So I'm like that feels like a little bit too obvious. The last one, Duo Denim, what is that? Like, that can't be a currency name, I feel, because what does that mean? And is it even a body part? I don't know. So, I'm going to go with C colon. Is
1: the correct answer. Yeah! Well done. Well done.
0: I, I'm so glad that I voiced my inner monologue for that because <laughs> I really broke it down, used my rational logic, instinct, intellect that I was born with.
1: Of, of <laughs> course, the problem with doing that in an actual pub quiz means that you'll have given everyone else the answer I would just well.
0: No, 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 no. I would just whisper it to my team. <laughs> like, guys, so I'm thinking. <laughs> and, and... An that hour I, later. no and that is spoken from experience because i've done that every pub quiz Mm. (laughs) i literally gather everyone around and being like right so i think it's probably this because of these reasons and and this and this and this and this and you know sometimes it works
1: so well done on your quick i suppose not virtual in person pub quiz but not in a pub in and no house. team and no team so lives. I did
0: well considering.
1: so solo, indeed so yeah just pop your two pound on the on the table when you
0: absolutely leave. not <laughs> so <laughs> you like my David from Shits Creek impression <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not
1: <laughs> I didn't catch it but yes now I appreciate it thank you so obviously pub quizzes have now in the lockdown period gone online And it turns out, according to a Guardian article i picked up, you can join online quizzes hosted by famous faces. Ooh. So there's a whole selection of them here. So I'll just give you a quick run through. The first one is Nobody Connect, which is hosted by the Nobody Panic podcast hosts. I haven't heard of the Nobody Panic podcast. I'm sure they're inferior to (laughs) us. I guess that's why you've Um, chosen
0: to pull this out.
1: (laughs) Well, as the first one, but obviously it's based on the the quiz show Only Connect that's on the BBC, hosted by Victoria Corrin-Mitchell. Then there's the uh, Riverside Studios Charity Quiz Nights, which have variously been hosted by Stephen Fry and Joe Brand. Ooh, fun. It's a family-friendly Zoom quiz for flashy prizes, such as a £300 restaurant dinner for four, which I expect you won't be able to use for a little while. And the questions are from the QI producer John Lloyd, which is pretty cool. Then there's the Indie House Quiz, which is hosted by Paul Roberts. Do you know who Paul Roberts? Is, no. He uh, used to be in the band The Stranglers. Also, in- don't know
0: The Stranglers. <laughs> uh,
1: well, I would, I would sing you some of their hits, but I, I can't sing, so so we shall be doing that. But it's never a frown. And then finally, the National Theatre Quiz, which is a. 15-minute live stream with short gaps between questions for you to frantically jot down answers. The topics are on history, sport and the National Theatre and are variously hosted by Leslie Manville, Lenny Henry, Helen Mirren and Ian McKellen. So that's a
0: Those last two names I was like, aha, real (laughs) celebrities.
1: I mean, the the others. They're, they're I'm sure
0: big. they are in their fields. I am ignorant and I do okay. not know them apart okay. from Helmer and any and McAllen.
1: You should know Lenny anyway. Well, well, well the next um, <laughs> next
0: episode, can be, the next about episode Lenny Henry. can be about
1: Lenny Henry. So there you go. That was a whistle stop tour. Pub quizzes, both within and without, or within the pub <laughs> and online. Not in the pub. Not in the pub. <laughs> so yeah, how did you find it?
0: Very fun! Um, I wish I had more opportunities to demonstrate my skills and abilities in pub quizzes. So, my only piece of feedback for this episode would be, could you do, like, more questions? But then it would turn into an actual quiz. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe, maybe in uh, another episode we can literally just do a quiz. The quiz and, section just gets yeah. extended and extended every mm. episode until... Or, <laughs> or maybe, or maybe, like the Nobody Panic podcast people will need to host our own quiz.
0: Well, let us get, know. I mean, yeah. we just want to know if we've got enough people to make tea. Exactly,
1: yes. So, if you're interested, get in touch. Um, and
0: who who would you rather have hosting your pub quiz than me and jack i mean we are a riot
1: we are riot, and quiz masters is extraordinaire. i'll have you know as well Uh
0: exactly jack won 200 pounds once exactly and i have terrible pub quiz team names so what more do you want
1: what more could you ask for
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you liked us, please give us a review and a rating at Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at OKSoTellMe and subscribe to our podcast so you receive the next episode automatically. Until then, keep it curious, keep it lazy, and we'll see you next time.